0: you know here at gxc we 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 believe that wi-fi is great for many use cases in the carpeted space and uh private wireless or private is is used what we would say is more in the industrial business critical applications that are that are in uncarpeted space wi-fi uh wi-fi is not the best for that and um, that's why and, it, and I think it's taken time for people to understand, hey, I, have to, I can deploy tons of Wi-Fi in those spaces, but there's tons of limitations. And then they have to make additional investments that may or may not work. And that's where we see the value of private wireless um, and, and private cellular uh, to, to in those spaces.
1: Welcome to GXC's Monday Meshup, a podcast that gives you an inside look at GXC, our private cellular network platform GXC Onyx, and the latest company news to enable a world where enterprises can trust wireless connectivity to be simple. Today our host, GXC's Marco Hernandez, talks to Sean Horan, GXC's VP of Enterprise Sales, to discuss customer qualifications, the different use cases that work best with private cellular, and how GXE provides a full end-to-end proprietary mesh solution to meet the enterprise business-critical connectivity needs. Hello, this is Marco Hernandez with the GXE Monday Mesh-Up Podcast. Today, we have a wonderful uh, teammate and guest by the name of Sean Horan. Sean, how are you doing today? Doing well, thanks. Nice, nice. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I guess I know I know quite a bit about you, but uh, tell our, our lovely listeners a little bit about yourself and your background and whatnot
0: all right i'll do that so name is sean horan i'm vp of sales here at gxc i currently reside in salt lake city utah um just to get a quick background of 20 plus years in iot and hardware software managed services connectivity uh, both in the licensed and unlicensed spectrum wireless technologies um in this in leadership of sales and bd which is great, um, and so it's been an exciting time uh, in that space. And uh, let's see. Personally, married twenty seven years, have four kids, two dogs, one cat, and loving life. And joining the, the outdoors out here, and uh, out here, the recreation here in Utah is awesome. So it's good.
1: Yeah, you were just out skiing, right? Yes, yes,
0: having a wonderful time.
1: Nice ski, skier. Sorry, skier, snowboard. Oh, I tried snowboarding, about kill killed myself. So I, I'm <laughs> <laughs> sticking to the classy stuff. I got mm-hmm. it. So you've been, you've been at, at GXE, what, almost six months now?
0: Um, yeah, I think it is six, just over six months. That's right.
1: Very nice. Well, how, tell me about your experience. How's it been going so far?
0: You know, it's, it's been going really well. I mean, it's very fast paced. Um, uh, and uh, it's really, we, I really like the team here at GXE um, and there's definitely some great technology that, you know, now needs to be commercialized and that's what we're in the process of doing. And so it's been a really fun time to, uh, you know, with new team members and getting to know those that have been here for a while and, and just, uh, fitting in. So it's been a wonderful experience.
1: Is this your first time working in the private network, uh, private cellular space?
0: Um, yeah, it is actually, uh, although, uh, I was at Sigfox prior to this, uh, a few iterations before. And, um, although, you know, it was a, a closed, it, it was very similar as far as a private network is concerned on the unlicensed space. So there's a lot of similarities in the positioning and selling and, and kind of looking at, uh, you know, how to, how to position, you know, a wireless technologies within the enterprise. So I'd, I'd say it's almost, it's just, you know, other end of the spectrum, Sigfox is bits and bytes and uh, GXC is megs and gigs and above. So uh, it's,
1: it's, it's good interesting was well, there anything in particular that i guess has, has surprised you about this industry now that you're now that you're in it
0: um yeah i would i would say uh, there's relatively there's a lot of noise and chatter in the marketplace about private wireless and what it is and what it's supposed to be used for where is its strengths and where does it where does it need to reside in in, in there so as for an emerging technology, I was quite surprised. I, I guess I wasn't surprised in that. But what I was surprised is that there isn't a lot of good end-to-end solutions ready to go. Uh, not a lot of uh, end-user devices that were available, but that's also building. But not only that, just a full full solution that you could deploy. And that's one of the things that, um, you know, I think is a, a good thing for GXC is that they've done a really good job at not only, you know, Uh, differentiating itself with mesh, but having that out of the box, you know, end to end solution to quickly be able to deploy and manage a private wireless solution. So that that was kind of a surprise to me, but it was good. I guess it's good for us, right?
1: Yes. And can you explain what uh, an end to end solution is? Yeah, that would be everything
0: out of the box. Uh, you've got your hardware, uh, the radio access layer. You've got the network management system. You might have a core. You have a core that's available that you that we can fully operate and manage and update for on behalf of the of the enterprise. Software management portal, being able to manage and deploy and quickly see your devices and traffic that's running through, and then um, you know uh, the support that resides in on the backside of that with the, with the sims that you deploy. So it's all in instead of having to go out and get a platform and go get your own radios and go and start, you know, stitching up you know, subpar solutions that may or may not fit together and talk together well.
1: I see. And so, you know, how can how can then a, a full end-to-end private cellular network improves a, a business operations or a business financially or operationally?
0: Sure. So typically when you're talking to an enterprise, they're not wireless experts. They have their office, uh, you know, they maybe their IT managers. Uh, they might have their, you know, people that put up the network to, to run their business, but they don't really understand connectivity, uh, wireless in general, uh, they don't have a lot of software engineers and hardware engineers to be able to put together a wireless network and, and manage it. So, so that's really the attractiveness of having an all-in-one solution is that you can actually deploy it, uh, relatively easy. I mean, I'm a sales guy and I can put this up. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, and, and being able to concentrate on what you do best, which is maybe producing a widget or, uh, manufacturing uh, and providing a service um, for anything that you're doing there, and you know that you know the back end is is being being supplied and uh, technically being able to be supported by GXC and a fully end solution. And you can concentrate on what you do best. And that's really kind of uh, the 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 attractiveness of an all in one solution that you just don't have to go. You know it works. It works out of the box, and uh, and it's a and it's reasonable. So.
1: And so, what? What? Uh, you know, you, you we're we're talking about this end-to-end solution, and I'm interested to to know. So they get they put this system in. What what then? Do they have have to get particular devices to work with it? You know, do they have to have SIM cards? What 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 does that look like? Yeah.
0: So I mean, obviously, in the end-to-end system, it runs on uh, its you know in today's uh, out-of-the-box solution is uh, CBRS. It runs on the CBRS spectrum, and it's LTE. In the future, you'll see a five G variance as well. Um, and all of them run on either a hard hard SIM, a plastic SIM, as you would say, uh, as well as an eSIM. And we provide those to them uh, to be able to put into those end-user devices. End-user devices are, you know, they're, they, they can be anywhere from a tablet or a, a cellular-connected tablet, a cellular-connected phone that has a secondary eSIM. You could have, a, t- uh, you know, scanners, routers, uh, modems, all of them that talk over that uh, band forty eight or CBRS spectrum, and then have that specific SIM inside of there, and that gives it you know security, access to the network, usability, uh, manageability. You can up to uh, you know change you know if you have certain applications that are upload heavy versus download heavy, you can make those modifications. And so so really, it's about giving them the system to be able to do this. They procure you know devices that 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 are that are specific for their use case, insert the sim, uh, and then it's usually up and running and going.
1: So the the process of, of getting a sim online and whatnot doesn't doesn't take too long or is that is that difficult to do or, or what exactly
0: No, no. It's well it's difficult to do if you try to do everything yourself and stitch what I mean by stitch is code and making sure that everything talks together from the platform to the radio to the to the network and et cetera when it's when it's an end-to-end solution that GXC offers no you know the sim cards are pre provisioned on the system you can see them before they even arrive uh to your uh to your network uh you can see them available or ready to go and once you plug them in and uh it's about that easy so it makes it simple and that's what really what we're trying to do
1: easy as pie easy as pie yeah when you're going out there and looking for for some new customers, Sean, um, as somebody that's you know I, I've recently been moving into the sales role and stuff like that, I'd love to hear your thoughts on on what you look for in, in new customers. You know, what are some of the factors that that determine whether a business is a good fit for for a private network?
0: Well, you, you definitely have to ask them. You know, first of all, what what do they know about private cellular? <laughs> you know, and, and and what is the use case, right? So if they're wanting, you know, uh, and that, that really has to match up with what the technology can offer. For example, if you're running, you know, 4K video at, at a low latency, multi, you know, subse- some millisecond connectivity and speeds, right? I mean, and, and access, you know, that's, maybe it's, it's not really for, uh, ready for that, right? Uh, so you really have to use it, look at the use case. You look at um, uh, that they're trying to solve. You look at um, any kind of uh, uh, application around uh, how they're going to use it, where it's going to be used is a big, is a big one. You know, is it indoor? Is it outdoor? What are some of the environmental factors that needs to be compensated or evaluated when you're doing a propagation uh, and a solution? You know, and then, and then trying to see how, uh, I also like to look and see how, how, how much support they have on their end. You know, if they are, two guys in a garage, you know, enterprise that's different than somebody who's, you know, a multi, multi conglomerate enterprise and that has indoor, indoor services and solutions uh, and, and services that they can do themselves.
1: I see. So basically if they have like an internal IT team that can manage the network already or or something like that. Right, right,
0: right. And then you narrow it down and say, okay, what are you trying to solve? And then, and then you apply uh, the actual solution to, to say, Hey, this is where we can help uh, and, and maybe also discount where they think they are they could use it, but she's like, you know what? Um, you know, streaming 4K video all the time, that's not really it, right? You need to look at some of your business critical applications and, and this is what private wireless will do for you. It's not just, you know, so, talking about what it is. It's a lot of education that you need to kind of sift through with the customer, uh, with a potential <coughs> customer to see if there really is a fit or not.
1: Have you found that that people understand the potential of, of private networks or is it still, you know, you're talking about education and whatnot. Is it still almost in that education phase in which you're still having to go out there and evangelize this technology and whatnot, or are people coming up to speed and CIOs and, and IT managers and whatnot starting to come to understand the potential benefits?
0: Uh, I think it's a little bit of both, but I, I think that we're still more in the education uh, side of it, you know, private wireless in in marketing, private wireless or five G or whatever else is out there in the marketing space, definitely uh, name recognition, technology recognition. People say, "Oh, yeah, I want to do private wireless." Well, then it's really educating what it's really used for, what it what really is it. Um, so I think we're still in that education space. Although I will say that it is picking up where people are more <clears throat> more educated, more understanding of what could and can't be done. So we're kind of in that inflection point, but I still see myself kind of walking through uh, what it is, how it works and, you know, what it's used for first.
1: What about the the size of a building or whether it's, um, you know, a term that I hear a lot, carpeted versus uncarpeted? Does that that have any influence on on whether or not something's a a good potential customer?
0: Yeah. You know, here at GXC, we, we, we believe that Wi-Fi is great for many use cases in the carpeted space. And uh, private wireless or private is, is used, what we would say is more in the industrial business critical applications that are, that are in uncarpeted space.
1: And can you explain those real quick, uh, carpeted versus uncarpeted? Yeah. So it's an
0: office space that you have carpet, you're sitting at a desk and uh, you want to connect a, a laptop or a phone or, or, or you know, just, just video conferencing and stuff like that, that people do in a business setting. Uh, private wireless, in my opinion, and we we believe is it's really uh, not really for that. It's really for, uh, you know, that can be used and serviced very well uh, with Wi-Fi. You're not moving around a lot. Uh, you don't have uh, objects having to go from access point to access point. And so uh, we believe Wi-Fi is very served serve very well in a, in a carpeted business environment. And that's really what those applications are applied to. Uncarpeted, we we look at as an industrial setting outside, uh, in you know needing to go indoor and outdoor at the same time on the same network. Being able to uh, track a mobile application, mobile asset that that moves uh, throughout a let's say a million square foot warehouse, for example, Wi-Fi uh, Wi-Fi yeah. is not the best for that, and um, that's why. And, it, and I think it's taken time for people to understand. Hey, I, have to, I can deploy tons of Wi-Fi in those spaces but there's tons of limitations and then they have to make additional investments that may or may not work and that's where we see the value of private wireless um, and, and private cellular uh, to to in those spaces
1: yes and so I you know kind of moving now we've we found our our great you know potential customer and whatnot uh, and you kind of touched upon this here at the end of, of the last, uh, question, but how do we determine the ROI that a company is going to get? Is it basically the amount of, reduce the amount of Wi-Fi or infrastructure that they have to put in? How do how do we know if something is a good investment for a private wireless?
0: Yeah, we try to drill down to a specific one or two, especially in a testing, you know, to test and make sure that this is a system that they want to use. One is one or two use cases that they know they have an issue with. So, for example, maybe in a warehouse, uh, for example, uh, you may have a ton of Wi-Fi there. You've got a, you know, uh, 20, 30 APs, Wi-Fi access points, but you're still not able to reach at the end of a warehouse, for example, and you can extend that network coverage. And the use case uh, may be connectivity or dead spots or, or uh, dead zones, and then they look at, well, what, is it ta- what does it cost me to be able to, for example... I can't connect a scanner on Wi-Fi at a particular part of a location. I got to go to that location, walk there, scan it, and then go to a place that actually has connectivity to upload the data. Well, so you look at man hours. You can look at uh, time and effort to do that. Another one is the uh, hardware that is required to, uh, I guess, completely cover that warehouse. Typically, if you look at a, at a Wi-Fi infrastructure versus a private cellular infrastructure, you're about a third to a quarter of the required hardware to enable to basically get much better coverage and use cases. So you look at hardware requirement, you look at possible use cases that they can reduce their time to, to do what they're trying to do today. You know, another one that they look at is energy consumption. The Having more access points in Wi-Fi than less with, with, uh, with cellular uh, wireless, uh, you know, they're even looking at, well, I can reduce my my carbon footprint, for example, because I know what I'm paying per kilowatt hour. So, so it can go with a number of facets there, but really it's around, you know, how can I optimize my business critical applications? Where am I seeing my problems? And we try to concentrate on one or two use cases that they know they have a problem is and solve it with that private cellular solution.
1: I see. And so both you, you and I, to kind of go into something more specific, we're both pretty interested and have talked a lot about ag tech. Um, tell me, tell me a little bit about some of the exciting possibilities or new use cases that maybe weren't available before, uh, but now with the access to CBRS and whatnot and private networks. That uh, tell me about some of the use cases that can maybe be now enabled that are that are exciting to you.
0: Yeah, look, ag ag uh, locations are in areas that are underserved by the public cellular networks. And the ISPs, we know that Um, there's a, there's a stat out there that there's 2 million uh, small farms throughout the U.S. only. Okay. Um, That, and they're in areas that they, they just have traditionally not had really good reception uh, by the cellular carriers. And so um, there's also a need from the, uh, from the, the, in the ag tech space to modernize, to do more with less. And and the only way to do that is modern is is to add some technology to be able to lower their costs and lower what they need to do. What's really good as well is that right now prices for grain and and, and their services are up. Uh, there is capital investment that is available to to look at how they can streamline their operations and bringing a private cellular solution on site out of the box that works for. Small, medium, and even large-sized farms uh, is a great opportunity and, and something that that you know I'm passionate about. And one of the things that GXC offers is not only this out-of-box end-to-end solution; is we also offer uh, the ability to extend the network through our proprietary mesh technology. And so, if you think about it, think about a farm. Uh, they may have the farmhouse that has the internet backhaul. They have the access point with the internet backhaul on a grain silo, fifty you know fifty feet up uh, with the antenna. Uh, but they don't have the internet out there. But they may have power at a pump house, and uh, so being able to use a mesh, ma- using mesh technology, that mesh node at a place where they can place that that network where they need it, uh, with only access to power. We're actually seeing people using the mesh node. Uh, that is powered by solar, you know, uh, and so being able to move that that mesh node uh, where they need the, that coverage, you know, that's that's very powerful and enables the, the the farm to be able to operate more efficiently. Private cellular today, uh, cellular, you can imagine a, a, a local producer calling up an AT and T or Verizon, a public cellular network, and and saying, hey. Can you put a tower right here?
1: Um, no. no chance. And
0: they just, no chance, right? There's just not enough people out there to justify the investment. And that's where we think there's a huge opportunity on our side.
1: What about something like a uh, a vehicle behind, you know, a tractor providing mobile internet, basically following around a tractor? Is that a possibility?
0: Anything's possible. I mean, again, when you think about a network that's, that has that ability to move the network where you need it, uh, that it where it wasn't before. Um, They're definitely, you know, automated vehicles, tractors. You know, I went to the World Ag Expo this uh, last month, and it was incredible to see the a lot of the different types of autonomous machines that were uh, being developed or and launching that need connectivity consistently that, uh, you know, that that's happening. And I I just only see it accelerating.
1: Yeah, and it seems like only those mega, the mega, the the large conglomerates probably can have access to those highly automated tractors because those m- are maybe the only ones that have access to the internet to provide it, to you know, to have backhaul to it. So this could give small farmers and whatnot um, the ability to compete uh, a bit more with those. That's right. And if they buy these
0: new, new machines that need connectivity, they have the ability to have it. Right. And uh, so I, I, really see, a, you know, I think that's a, I think it's a great thing and we need it.
1: Agreed. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, our pricing model. Sean, I know uh, that we offer our solution in, in a, a couple of different ways. Um, could you could you elaborate a bit on it?
0: We basically look at first, we look at what how many nodes, how many how many uh, access points you are going to need. Secondly, we look at where they're going to be placed, and we count up are they indoor or are they outdoor. So we section, sectioned off the indoor and outdoor. And the way we have our pricing model is we actually do a software uh, fee uh, per node that's deployed, and that's to manage it. Manage it, upgrade it, licenses to the software, all the SaaS, everything that you need, and in, in, uh, as part of that node, that's part of your monthly. Um, and uh, it's very, you know, it's very reasonable. But we offer it in two flavors. We offer a capex option, and the capex means, hey, I'm going to buy my hardware up front, and then I will pay a little bit lower on the, I'll pay lower on the uh, monthly on the nodes, right, the access points, or Uh, I have an OPEX uh, model where I don't want to own any of the hardware, pay a little more uh, per month on the node per node price. And that gives the ability for those that are maybe, well, example, you're seeing more and more people today uh, looking at the OPEX model because they're being forced by economic conditions. Um, Cost of capital is high uh, and rising. Uh, The accounting and finance uh, folks might look at it and say, you know what, I'd rather do an OPEX model because, you know, uh, it's more attractive for my balance sheet. So so we try to give that two different options. We're seeing interest in both and it just depends on kind of what they're trying to solve we'll uh, be able to do.
1: Awesome. Well, Sean, if someone wants to get in touch with you about GXC's phenomenal end-to-end private wireless solution, how do they get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, I'm available 24-7. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, <laughs> so, you know, email me at sean uh, uh, sean.horan, H-O-R-A-N at gxc.io. You can also call or text me at 801-615-0327. Um, you can also go to our website and, uh, you know, find the, the sales contact and uh, it'll come to, well, either myself uh, or Marco and uh, we can get back to you. So there's many different ways to get a, to get a hold of us. Uh, but we definitely love to, to find out how we can solve you know, an is neat, So with private cellular.
1: Well, awesome. And uh, Sean would be happy to take all of your support questions as well. I know he's uh, always volunteered for that. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> thanks for your time, sure. Sean. Always a pleasure <laughs> talking to you. And uh, yeah, looking forward to the year.
0: All right. Thanks, Marco. Take care. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for joining us at GXE's Monday Meshup. Be sure to stay tuned for more conversations.